0: This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.
1: Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. Rabbi Jeffrey Myers, Tree of Life Synagogue on CNN this morning, explaining that um, he has gotten hate communications in response to being Welcoming to President Trump in Pittsburgh today. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. The irony apparently lost on the left or whoever is uh, uh, excoriating the rabbi for saying that he's my president, he's always welcome. Right. I mean, he's the president, so he's my president. I'm an American citizen, so he's welcome. The same way that uh, people uh, welcomed President Obama amid the 14 mass shootings over which he presided during his term and when he would show up on site to provide uh consolation i mean it's just it's just uh, remarkable um speaking of hate this uh, congressional race in chicago metro one of the key races really for illinois but also nationally if republicans are going to maintain control of the house peter Roskin versus sean caston this sean caston guy uh it's remarkable to me that he he's is made it this far <laughs> as competitive as he is yeah. it's yeah. um i can only chalk this up to people not understanding who this guy truly is what he truly believes you know remember we had this discussion about lou holtz lou holtz uh, four rules for life you oh, need yes. someone, to love, someone to love something to believe in uh, someone to believe in i should say for lou holtz is jesus christ uh someone uh, something to do and uh, something to hope for So uh, we find out from Sean Caston, uh, boy, in um, no uncertain terms, repeatedly, that the someone that Sean Caston believes in is this uh, virulent, hateful gay rights activist named Dan Savage, who has suggested things like a period of mandatory abortion. He's denounced the Bible on several occasions. Yeah. Here's a, a little compendium of Sean Kasten and his oh, good. philosophical North Star, Dan Savage. In a recent Wall Street Journal article titled, A House Majority by Any Means Necessary, journalist Kyle Peterson recounts the following. While we walk, I toss out what seems like a throwaway question. Name one current leader who most inspires you. Mr. Kasten picked Dan Savage, a sex columnist. What motivated that choice? He has this combination, Mr. Caston explains, of completely righteous indignation and an awesome sense of humor. He cites a contest Mr. Savage held in 2003 to name a graphic sex term after then-Senator Rick Santorum.
0: Sex columnist Dan Savage started a campaign to rename the word Santorum, and now the first two hits you get are about the filthiest sexual neologism possible. When challenged about this bizarre choice,
1: Caston reiterated his selection and added, but Listen, the person I embraced, and I will stand to this day, is Dan Savage. Let's examine the righteous indignation and sense of humor of Mr. Savage that Caston finds inspiring. Savage is famous for advocating violence against political rivals.
0: Carl Romanelli should be dragged behind a pickup truck until there's nothing left but the rope. And even said, You Republicans are like Arafat. <laughs> Unfortunately Exactly like it I wish they were all
1: f-ed up. yeah that's the oh um, civil gosh. discourse you're looking for Are you suburbanites from Lake County down to Hinsdale That's who you want to represent you It's a monster somebody who is an ideological and uh, uh, as it pertains to just sort of um, uh, character. Social Graces, a fellow traveler of Dan Savage. Go to Dan Savage's Twitter page. You'll see a picture uh, of a, a hand-drawn you know, GOP elephant symbol mm-hmm. with a tongue up a hand-drawn girl's dress, the trunk up a hand-drawn girl's dress. What? He's, you know, he's a, he tries to be overtly grotesque and shocking, so that he gets attention, Um, much like Sean Caston. So Sean Caston definitely following in his footsteps. For more on this, we're pleased to be joined by Congressman Peter Roskam, Republican congressman from the 6th, to make his closing argument. Peter, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it.
0: Hey, Dan and Amy, good to be on with you. Thanks for having me on.
1: Uh, so the, just the importance of of, of uh, Sean Caston's uh, fealty to Dan Savage, at least ideologically and interpersonally. I, I mean, you know, you, you, it's hard to and, and you don't make a, a habit of running against third parties when you're facing off of, against a, a political opponent. But it's hard not to bring Dan Savage into this race. And Sean Caston has.
0: Yeah, Sean is Sean Caston has not only brought him in, but he's He's doubled down. So he's been given opportunities to repudiate that. And he doubled down on WTTW um, and said, no, the person I embrace, and this is after the revelations about who Dan Savage is. And this is really a pattern with Kasten. In other words, this is the same Sean Kasten who compared uh, Donald Trump to Osama bin Laden. And then when he was asked about it again, he doubled down and said, what I said needed to be said. Or this is the same Sean Casten, who described Republicans as the party of pedophiles or Republican donors as morons or making, uh, I mean, just spewing conspiracy theories and nonsense. And if you read that Wall Street Journal article from a week ago... The, the reporters basically said, look, I came to the 6th District to do, I thought, an interesting piece about tax policy and health care in the suburbs. And then I sat down with Sean Caston, and I couldn't basically believe, I'm paraphrasing, the things that he was saying. And Caston said, and these are his own words, that he will use any means necessary to gain a House majority. That's a phrase that any reasonable person in this day and age should find jarring and shocking and completely off-putting and needs to be repudiated So the, inters-
1: the intersection between Malcolm X and Dan Savage gets even more interesting. So th- you've been in tough fights before. I mean, I remember when you went against Tammy Duckworth. Um, are you concerned? Are you cautiously optimistic? How are you feeling with just a
0: week out? I'm very encouraged for where we are right now and what we're seeing on the ground. and. You know, in a lot of cases, um, I remember time was not Tammy Duckworth's friend in that campaign. Mm -hmm. And time is not Sean Caston's friend in this campaign because the national discussion has now turned towards civility in the public square. And with um, with Caston just embracing the politics of ridicule and embracing the politics of name calling and so forth to the point where, you know, He was uh, spouting before the Chicago Tribune editorial board the the conspiracy theory that there were white power symbols that were being flashed during the Kavanaugh hearings when that was was absolutely debunked. So, look, the Daily Herald, when they editorialized in favor of my candidacy, they came out strongly for me and they said, Sean Caston is not running the type of campaign that demonstrates that he's got any ability to work across the aisle.
1: But he uh, does have the ability to generate a lot of campaign cash from uh, D.C., uh, as well as locally, apparently. And, um, you know, how do you explain the fringe statements that he's made, the way that he conducts himself, and uh, how competitive he is in this election?
0: So there's national money that's coming in. There's no question about it. And he's also chosen to align himself closely with Mike Madigan. And think about that. He entered into a joint fundraising agreement the third week in September with, of all people across the Fruited Plain, Michael J. Madigan. So Madigan's got the ability to direct a lot of money his way. There's national money that's coming in. I think when push comes to shove, the 6th District is going to say, we don't want this guy. We don't want somebody who's aligning himself with Michael Madigan, who's against the property tax freeze who's embraced J.B. Prisker's progressive income tax, wants no payroll tax limitation, wants a gas tax and a new carbon tax, and wants to take away all the tax benefits that we got under the new tax law. And I think when it all comes down to it, I think the 6th District says we're voting for Roskam to send us back because he reflects us, Caston and repudiates us, and doesn't reflect us.
1: Uh, Adriana Cohen writing in the Boston Herald had an interesting comment. She's sort of trying to follow Kanye West's lead, uh, Kanye uh, starting Blexit, uh, blacks leaving the Democrat Party. She's trying Mm -hmm. to start a Wexit, women leaving the Democrat Party. And she writes that uh, women, quote, should, uh, uh, quote, ought to acknowledge that the robust economy he, Trump, has unleashed in less than two years, has created over 4 million new jobs, giving them, their daughters, aunts and sisters, what feminists have long fought for, independence, is that part of uh, your closing argument to uh, suburban families as well?
0: Yeah, look at, so two things. Number one, look at look at where the economy is and, and, and the trajectory of it. Gaston simply makes the point, oh, we have to thank uh, Barack Obama for this. I mean, literally, that's the argument that he's made, which is just obtuse and out of touch with the reality of how, how robust the economy has become under this administration. And the other thing is, look, it's moms in our culture who are the guardians of civil discourse. It's moms who basically say, hey, you don't talk that way. I don't want to see you talking to your teacher that way. I don't want to see you talking to your classmate that way. And I think uh, a lot of suburban moms are not happy with the way Sean Casson is conducting himself. Wow.
1: So what a uh, final push. I know yesterday you had Senator Marco Rubio. You two had a joint I believe. His, I believe here. his name is Little Marco. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no. But, I mean, the, how, you know, why, uh, and then the week before you had, oh, God, uh, Stephen Scalise yeah, had, was here. Yeah, we had
0: Steve Scalise in, we had Marco Rubio in, and now it's, um, mm-hmm. you guys know campaigns, it's now door-to-door work and, and get-out-the-vote work. And, look, you're either drained by a campaign or you're completely invigorated by it. And I am invigorated by campaigns. And this one in particular, just in closing, because this is about world views. This is about uh, way beyond donkeys and elephants. This is not a shirts and skins thing. This is about how we view the world. And my point is, hey, we want an economy that is robust and dynamic and expansive. We want to be able to discuss things in the public square and not be demeaned and ridiculed. And that's the reflection that I am of this district. And my opponent is going a totally different uh, direction. And I think the direction that he is prompting us to go says hey throw more rhetorical gasoline, call people more names and make the square even more uh, tumultuous than it already is
1: yeah uh, I'm I'm all for you know calling politicians names but I mean within the bounds uh, you know I mean I'm all for ridicule and, and not, <laughs> not not treating politicians as uh, as ruling class types or or our betters but I mean what Sean Kasten has said, is disqualifying. I, when I say fringe, I mean fringe. This is not, you know, oh, he's a liar, he's a liar, he's a tax raiser, he's a sp- uh, spendthrift, That the stuff that you hear and then there's underlying evidence to make the argument. This is lunacy, what he's talking about. Trump is bin Laden, this Dan Savage character that he has identified as his intellectual North Star. I mean, this the, the, people really need to look at this. You don't even have to get to disagreements about some of the substantive policy issues as I've said on the show before. Sean Casson is has disqualified himself based on what he said. I don't care what he's done in his career,
0: yeah, for sure. and I think there's 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 so many other things that as people are focusing in now and and they're thinking, all right, what do we want this what What do we want this like? What do we want this culture to be like? Um, on on November 7th when we all wake up? And do we want it, do we want Kasten basically out there saying, hey, here's how you win, you know, this is what you do. You call the President of the United States uh, like a mass terrorist and you just you just add more rhetorical gasoline on the whole thing. I don't think so. I think we can do a lot better than that. And it's time for uh, Sean Kasten to be shown the door by the voters
1: all right he is peter Roskam, congressman from the sixth peter thanks so much for joining
0: us appreciate thanks, it thanks guys great to be on thank you and he good joined, luck yeah good luck he joined us on our turnkey.pro